What is going on? Welcome back to the Matt Graham podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about, as you read in the title, what the gurus won't tell you. And the reason I wanted to talk about this, and I'm not going to go off on this tangent much longer. I've already made several comments throughout previous podcasts about what I think about the self-improvement space and how it's really just existing to fund people's lives and not to help people. And uh, I want to try to be a remedy to that simply because as somebody who transformed themselves and as somebody who has gone down a personal development journey and continues to go down a personal development journey, I understand what many don't understand, which is that you don't have to pay $997 to random influencers in order to make change. And a lot of these people don't want to tell you that. A lot of these people want to posture that the way that they made their lives better, the way that they achieved success, the way that they got in shape, whatever it may be, is the only way to do it. Well, that's a flat out lie. That's that's verifi- that's verifiably false because there are other people who have achieved equal or greater success in every single area of life that person A achieved, but they did so in a different way, which would indicate that there is more than one way to get there. Just like there are many ways to count to 10, there are many ways to make progress in life and achieve whatever success in any area of your life that you're trying to achieve. And I'm going to talk about basically what the fundamental aspects are of that pursuit so that you don't have to waste your money and time paying these people to hear pretty much the same information just told in a different way. And so, uh, yeah. This is going to be the podcast that all the self-improvement gurus that sell you courses hate. And um, I'm, I'm, not going to, I'm going to try not to beat a dead horse with this because I could talk about this for hours and I could name names and the people that are in the thumbnail are not necessarily the people that I'm talking about. They're just familiar faces. So spoiler alert, if you're watching on YouTube and you saw Gary Brecca and Luke Belmar and Tony Robbins and forget who, oh, Hamza, uh, I'm not throwing shade at those guys. I'm not pointing fingers at those guys. Those are are just the recognizable names. Um, I don't know what they sell or what they don't sell. Uh, I don't know if they, you know, pull a fast one on people or if they genuinely provide value. Not super familiar. Uh, I really try not to consume much personal development content. I know who they are. I've seen some of their content, but I, uh, I'm not, I'm not a consumer of this stuff. Uh, Because I want to try to make sure that what I say is what I say. Even if it sounds like someone else's, it's important for me to know that what I say has come from me and not just a regurgitation of what I heard from someone else. But that's that's a a different conversation. So in any event, uh, before we get into the topic of the day, I wanted to first uh, promote myself a little bit. Um, if you're not watching this on YouTube, one of my big goals in 2024 is to grow the YouTube channel. So if you're listening on audio or, uh, that's really it audio Spotify or Apple podcasts, if you're listening on either of those platforms and you have not yet gone over to the YouTube channel, it would be greatly appreciated that you do that. Uh, simply because that's just what I want to grow this, this year. You know, I've grown Instagram, I've grown TikTok, and you know, Spotify and Apple podcasts are cool, but I've always had a, uh, attachment to YouTube. I got my content start on YouTube. And so growing a YouTube channel to tens of thousands of subscribers is kind of like, you know, something that the 12 year old me would be really excited about. 
uh, just because, you know, that's, that's how, that's where I started making content. Uh, so with that being said, please go over to YouTube and hit subscribe, like, and share with a friend. And, um, if you are not subscribed to the premium version of the podcast called Matt Graham unplugged, that is basically where I do all my virtual podcasts, where I bring in uh, guests via zoom. Well, it's not zoom, but you, it's the same thing. Um, and it's also where I do some extended version of the podcast where I do some Q and A's and soon in 2024, I will be doing uh, behind the scenes content and uh, day in the life kind of content. And that will all be on Matt Graham unplugged. So you can go to notmattgrahamcom slash unplugged to see all that. That was housekeeping. Very epic. Let's move on to the topic. Um, so the first thing that I want to say is that if you are on the beginning stages of your journey, let's say, you know, you want to be Mr. Olympia and you are a hundred pounds overweight. Um, if you are, if you want to be a billionaire and you are currently 16 years old and have $0 in your bank account, or you're 30 years old and you have $0 in your bank account, regardless of what your, uh, pursuit is, regardless of what your goal is, um, and you're at the starting point, I want you to, I want you to take into account this mindset. So everyone on the internet is going to show you what they do. Everyone on the internet is going to show you how many hours they work, how many miles they run, how much weight they lift, you know, the, the, the minutia of the process of how they structure their companies, how they onboard people, how they, how, you know, the, the, the specific macro, uh, distribution, like, these are all important things if you're them, right? It's really important to understand the context of where you are in the journey and what you should be worried about in your part of the journey. So if you're at the start, worry about the start, okay? Like if, you're, if your goal is to be Mr. Olympia and you're 100 pounds overweight, you should not be worried about the symmetry of your biceps. You should not be worried about, you know, what your, what your, uh, your spray tan should look like. Like these are, these are details that are not important to you, right? They're important to people who are preparing for a show, but you're not preparing for a show. Are you, you're a hundred pounds overweight. You are at the start. So what you got to do is what people at the start do. Okay. A lot of people like to look at people who are at the pinnacle of the game or at the pinnacle of whatever thing that they're trying to do. And they're like, oh, well, I got to figure out exactly what that person does. Well, you don't need to do exactly what that person does because you are not exactly that person, right? You don't, you, you, you can't do what David Goggins does right now because you are not in David Goggins's position. That guy's full-time job is basically to be a certified badass, but you have a nine to five. You have kids, you have stuff going on. And if you want to get in that position, you're going to have to figure out how to navigate yourself there, which is not by copying and pasting what David Goggins does. It's by working your way up to that. You have to walk before you can run. You have to run before you can sprint. And um, so understand where you are in the process. If you are at the beginning of your, your business or career journey, you should not be worrying about how am I going to structure my multi-billion dollar organization? Do I have a parent company? Do I have uh, a parent company within a parent company? What do I do an S corp or LLC? Do I, do you even have a skill set? Can you even charge money for anything? Do you provide enough value to warrant dollars to be paid to you? 
That's an important question. And so you should be asking yourself the questions of a beginner. You should start at the start. So uh, yeah, if you are at the beginning stages of your journey, focus on what beginning stage people do, right? Just get the wheels turning. Just start. Don't, don't get analysis paralysis, focusing on the minute details that people that are at the tip of the iceberg of what you want to do are doing. Focus on what they did when they first started out. David Goggins, when he was hundreds of pounds overweight or whatever he was, 300 pounds, he wasn't running marathons. He went out, he went to the gym and did a bunch of reps because that's what he knew what to do. And they stopped eating so much. He'll literally say that in his book or in interviews or whatever, right? If you like focus on what these people did at the beginning, they weren't, they weren't worried about the things that they're worried about now because they're at a different part of the game. Focus on the problem that is right in front of you and then worry about the next one. Okay. Don't, don't get, don't worry about step 17 when you are on step one. So I think I've said enough about that. Um, and then the second thing that I would say is, uh, play your hand. So we've all been dealt different hands in life. We all have different perspectives. We all have different things that we're dealing with. We all have different skill sets. We all have different innate abilities, we all have a different set of cards that have been hand, handed to us. And so we have to play that hand. Um, for me, like when I set out on this content journey, it wasn't even, it, to be totally honest with you, I didn't really set out on a content journey so much as I set out on a solving a problem journey. And uh, for me, when I, when I just, I've always made content, like that's just been a hobby of mine. And so when I identified the problems in the world that I saw, which was that, you know, young men especially have been uh, conditioned to believe that they should be oriented towards comfort and convenience. And that leads to confusion and stress and depression and anxiety and all these other things. And so that's a problem that I'm trying to help solve. And when I realized that was a problem that, and I wanted to solve it because it affected me personally, uh, I just looked at the skill set that I had at my disposal. If I was, if I had done something else, if I was a basketball coach, I would have gone, to, gone into like a high school basketball team or like a youth basketball team and taught them the values that I teach on this camera right now to them via basketball. But I'm not a basketball coach. I know how to make content. It's what I did for a living. I helped companies with their marketing. I know how to use a camera. I know how to talk on camera. I've been doing so since I was 12 years old. And so that's what I decided to do. So look at the card that you've been dealt. Look at you, the skill sets that you have. Look at what am I good at? What do I, what, what innate abilities do I possess? And then use those to your advantage to making progress, right? So it's just, it's just a way to, of thinking about, okay, I want to do something. I want to solve a problem. I want to start a business. I want to, I want to achieve great things. Okay. Well, where do I currently have an advantage? Where do I co Like, where are my strengths and weaknesses as it stands? And so go in on your strengths and see what you can pursue with the strengths that you currently have. And then over time, close up the holes in your game, find your weaknesses and, 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 and work on those. You obviously want to be well-rounded, but I, I generally think that a master at their craft is going to make more of an impact than a jack of all trades. 
So if you have things that you're already good at, if you have things that you already excel at, if you're a social person, that's really going to help you. Um, if you are, if you have, I don't know, a skill for, uh, skill for sales or whatever, like that, that's a lot of value that you could provide. Like if you're just at the beginning of stages of your journey, ask yourself, where can I provide the most value now? And then where do I want to provide the most value in the future? And, uh, yeah, so play your hand, look at the situation that you have, look at the, look at, look at where you are in the journey, where your strengths currently are at and how you can use those to your advantage to make progress faster. All right. Now the third thing is do what works for you. Every single influencer out there, because they're a business, they want to sell you their way of doing things. And they're going to tell you that you can't solve the problem unless you do it their way, or you can solve the problem, but it's going to take longer if you don't do it their way, or it's going to be more difficult if you don't do it their way. This is, this is the, this is how they craft offers and pitch you things that to, to get you to buy stuff. But in reality, every single person that you look up to, every single person that you follow does it differently. Every single person, you know, like you can, and this is what people do. They follow someone like me. And I, if you're following me, I know you're not just following me. I know you're probably following Jocko Willink and Andy Frisella and David Goggins and, and Cam Haynes and Gary Vaynerchuk and whoever. I know you're following all these people and every single one of us does something differently. So you, you, you feel like you're a kid in a candy shop where you just look around at the world and you're like, Oh my God, look at all these, look at all these morning routines. Look at all these habits. Look at all these things that that guy does and this guy does and what that guy does. And they're all telling me to do something different. And they're saying journal, don't journal, eat this, don't eat that, do this, don't do that. I don't do this, but I do that. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. What they're telling you to do is just what they do. It doesn't mean that that's going to work for you. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to work for you. You have to use trial and error. You have to throw something at the wall and see what sticks. And then once you find something that sticks, continue to do that, regardless of what the next self-improvement guru on the internet tells you to do. If it works for you, do it. People ask me my morning routine. You know what my morning routine is? I'm going to drop the morning routine right now. You guys ready? I wake up in the morning and I start working. That's what I do. That's my morning routine. It's pretty sweet. Very elaborate, very detailed. I put a lot of time and energy into constructing it. I make sure that I do it every day. I, I, I open my eyes when my alarm goes off and then I peel myself out of bed, walk down the hall, go up the stairs to my office. I sit down right at this very desk and then I begin working. I know it's elaborate. I, I should have titled this video, the, the $10 million routine or the, the top 1% routine. That's going to save your life. But that would make me a bullshitter and I'm not a bullshitter. So, um, yeah, that's my routine. And, uh, you don't have to do what I do though. You don't have to do what I do because, uh, it works for me. And the reason I do what I do and I don't do any of the things that people tell you to do, like journaling and, and uh, meditation and affirmations and cold plunges and this and that and this and that, 
is because um, it's not going to make a difference for me. I don't want to be reliant on some elaborate morning routine to put me in the mind space to be able to do the things that I'm supposed to do. I just want to build the skill set of doing the things that I'm supposed to do, whether I feel like doing it or not, regardless of the mind state I'm in or not. I think that's a more important skill than the skill of writing in a journal. And I'm not here to shit on people who write in journals. If that helps you, then go for it. But to be totally honest with you, it doesn't do anything for me. It's never done anything for me. I've tried it. I've tried all the morning routines under the sun. And then I just came to terms with the fact that like, hey, these things don't actually make a difference for me. They don't move the needle in my life. So they're not worth my time. And so uh, figure out what moves the needle for you in your life. Figure out what actually makes a difference. And if none of these things that people are talking about doing actually make a difference for you, don't do them. Don't feel like you have to do what everyone tells you to do. I don't care what that guy said or this guy said or what the course that you bought said. If it doesn't work for you, it's not worth your time. Don't feel like it's almost like we're it's almost like we're peacocking or we're flexing our personal developmentness or our self improvementness. Like we out we try to out self improve each other. Like oh look at my morning routine. Um, I'm gonna take my Instagram story in my in my sauna. I'm gonna take my Instagram story with my journal in front of me. And by the way, there are people that are gonna watch this that do that. And I'm not shitting on you. It's just like. We don't like, we don't, I'm, we don't need to do all this. Like if you're just, if you're just doing it to show people that you do it, stop fucking doing it. Stop doing it. It's a waste of your time. Like you're probably going to be more, uh, more efficient and more, uh, producing as an individual. You're probably going to be more successful as an individual. If you just cut out all the playing with yourself and, and flexing your, your ability to self-improve. And just like get to work and like do the things that you know you need to do. So that way, when you're done with the things that you know you need to do, you can do the things that are that are important, like spending time with your family and doing the things that, you know, you enjoy. Because ultimately, like we care about moving the needle. Yes, we care about being better people than we were the day before. Yes, we care about consistently making progress and getting those wins every single day. But you also want to enjoy your life a little bit right? You don't want to just be some self-improvement zombie. You don't want to be some work 24 hours a day. You want to also enjoy your life because like what, you're going to go on your deathbed and you're going to be like, well, at least I, at least I journaled. At least I got my cold plunges in. I ignored my family and friends and, and turned my nose up at them for, for, uh, for, for not cold plunging the way that I cold plunge. They were on 40, they were on 46 degrees instead of 38. I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of nonsense and I I'm just sitting here making fun of it. But, um, if it does help you do it by all means, do it. If it moves the needle in your life, I I'll clap for you. Do it. Support it. hundred percent. I know people that swear by the cold plunge and I may, I'm, I'm fixating on the cold plunge, but I'm talking about every routine that people tell you to do. I know people that swear by, I know people that I trust deeply, like I trust their opinion that swear by the cold plunge and, um, cool, cool. You know, like I did cold showers for a while and I found that valuable, not because like, 
my hormones and my endorphins and my testosterone were through the roof, but because like, it was just a practice of discipline. Like I woke up and I, there was something that I didn't want to do and I just did it. Like, that's always a good thing to do, but guess what? The thing that like, the thing that's actually going to make my family more money and provide for them and, and move the needle forward in my career that I don't want to do is also a practice of discipline. And the other one is just getting wet. So, you know, if I'm going to pick one, I'd rather do the thing that actually like improves the well-being of my family. So, uh, with all that being said, um, I know there's going to be people in the comments here who like, but Matt, but Matt, you have to look up the science of this. You have to look up the, this of this. It's like, cool. I've already watched all the videos that you've watched. I've like, you don't think that I'm a, a personal development nerd too. You don't think I know all the people and know all the names and watched all the videos and read all the research and read all the books. Look at all these books behind me. Those are all the same books you read. All the same ones on that shelf are probably the, the exact same ones you got in your Amazon cart right now. And um, yeah, some of it's great, but not all of it is. And, you just, and, and that's just my personal perspective. And you're going to have your personal perspective. And the whole point of this section of the podcast is do what works for you and stop listening to other people. Stop getting so distracted by what everyone's doing that you don't actually focus on producing the result in your life that you want. If your morning routine is longer than the amount of time it takes for like you to move the needle in your life, your morning routine is stupid. So uh, I think that's all I got to say about that. I hope you guys enjoyed my ranting about morning routines and, and all the nonsense in the personal development space. And yeah, I'm not going to, uh, I'm, I've said my piece about this. If I bring it up on a, on a future podcast, uh, well, it just came up and, and I felt like I needed to talk about it, but I'm not going to intentionally set out to make another episode about this subject. I've said my piece on it and I hope that you took away whatever value there was from it. Um, and anyway, that's kind of it. So be sure to like, share, comment, uh, send it to a friend if you got value out of it. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>